Speaking of uh, entertainment venues, here's Mark Gannis again, Chicago sports marketing expert. Hey, Mark, thanks for giving us a minute of your time. I know you've got a busy day. How are you? Um, I'm doing well. We're here at the NBA Technology Summit in Salt Lake City. and uh, I'm just uh, I'm a sponge learning from these brilliant people here. Uh, real quick, what is that all about? What's the summit's topic? What do they do there? Uh, it, this is the 20th year that the NBA has done it. The first session was on streaming, and we had and had uh, you know, Wolf Blitzer was the moderator. They had Steve Ballmer, Ted Leonsis, uh, the CEO of ESPN, the uh, the head of sports at uh, at, at Amazon, the new uh, CEO of YouTube. I mean, just an amazing panel and. It is. It's one of these things where you learn so much from these people that are that are at the cutting edge of what will happen, not just what is happening, but what will happen. And it's it's an invitation only event, and uh, the NBA does this unbelievably well each year. I'm glad to hear that. I called you to talk about the Bears at Soldier Field, but uh, can you just give me a preview? What's new in streaming? I mean, you watch them on TV, you can stream on devices, you can get the NBA Pass and watch all the games. What else is there? What else is the NBA offering? The the uh, the, the the technology that they're they're moving into and the R and D that they're moving into uh, will allow you to create the kind of broadcast you want. Everything from uh, avatars of yourself or your friends uh, substituting to the players on the court live uh, to different languages uh, that, that you could hear the broadcast in live and you can change it uh, from one to the other. The, the, tech, the technology that they can, the angles, uh, so you could be watching it from uh, what they call the slam cam, which is over the hoop, or you can watch it from uh, like you do video games where you can move the camera around and your perspective around and uh, from different parts of the court. And this is live. This is for a game that is happening live. It is, it is amazing what they're doing. Uh, they're spending a lot of money on R&D. They recognize they need to do that. Uh, but this is where the fans are. This is the younger audiences, the advertiser. Uh, coveted audiences, uh, and they're doing it uh, by the NBA's doing it, but also their partners uh, are doing it as well. Their broadcast partners. Linear TV is not going anywhere. That's still a major part of of the uh, of the uh, uh, audience and the experience. But younger audiences, in particular, want more. They want something different, and uh, it's it's just amazing to see what what is going to be out there. Uh, it's amazing to see how, how much we've advanced in the last 10 years in and of itself, but what is going to be out there is just spectacular. I'm imagining my granddaughter's head on LeBron James' body as he slam dunks a ball. Will I be able to do that? Even better, you'll be able to have your granddaughter, her entire body, uh, substitute for LeBron James as he goes in for a slam dunk. Okay. Okay. Well, they, did, uh, they, they actually did that. They just did that live and showed it to us how it could happen live. Uh, uh, they, you know, he, Adam did a, uh, uh, a quick scan of Ahmad Rashad live on stage and substituted him for a player in, in a game that was, uh, that was, uh, uh, they had clip of. And it was, and, it was and, spectacular. And did it, did it and, look realistic? Did it look like Ahmad Rashad was actually on the court playing? Absolutely. That's what was so. Not only did it look like it was him, it also looked like it was him with the expression on his face as he came down and stared down the defender that he just slammed on. It was amazing. 
I guess I like this. You know what? Between this and chatbots, I'm a little freaked out these days, Mark. <laughs> you and me both. We're, we're both in, in, not in the generation that's going to live with this every day. And we're like, really? Uh, okay. There's, there's some, some concern here. But you know what? If people use it for entertainment, they use it for enjoyment, um, and they don't use it for you know, mendacious purposes, it could be a lot of fun. And, I get and, that. You know, I get that. It's something kids want. I understand that. I understand that. But, he, but pardon me for just drilling down just a little bit on this. And it reminds me of people with headsets on sure. this virtual reality where we're going to go. We talked about this on the Wintrust Business Lunch on Wednesday. Virtual reality is, is not going to go away. And it just seems to me like human beings uh, will not benefit from hiding from reality, from creating alternative universes and views. It's like, hey, it's an NBA game. Men are playing basketball. If you don't like that, don't like that. But the, the idea that you manipulate that into something that's not real, I know I'm way out over my skis here, but there's just something about that ethos that bothers me. You know what I mean? You are, you are not way out over your skis. I will tell you something else that got brought up in the same session by one of the NBA team owners that were, was on there. And he said the, what they, the gathering of people at the arena itself has never had more value to the fans. COVID was one of those things that taught people how much they want to have human interaction. So this would be more for the people globally who aren't, can't be at a game. This would be more for the kids who can't be at a game. But he was telling us that even in the city where, where his team is, uh, and there are some limitations on, you know, still some COVID limitations in the city, they've never had a bigger year in the arena over three million people come in people are social animals they want to be together what we have to find is a balance to provide both marganis what's the city that you're in the chicago sports marketing expert invited to go to this exclusive nba preview of the technology that's coming where did you say you are mark salt lake city it's uh it's part of the nba all-star weekend the best part of the nba all-star weekend for my sounds like it yeah no kidding okay let's spend a few minutes on Lori lightfoot's contention that the bears still have a shot in uh chicago or that chicago still has a shot at the bears what's your read on that mark well my first reaction when i saw that was the why in the world did you tear 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 them a new app uh a new a new hole uh when, when they announced that they were looking at Arlington Heights, if you really felt this way, don't, don't criticize them then. Go to them and say, what do we need? To, what kind of deal do we need to do to keep you? Uh, it, it just, her, her antagonism just doesn't serve our city well sometimes. Uh, look, let's, let's understand what's happening. The Bears just spent $200 million. The McCaskey family, let's be clear about this. The McCaskey family, which remember with the old line about George Hallis, he throws nickels around like their manhole covers, yeah. just spent $200 million to buy a piece of dirt. They didn't do that because they're real estate developers. They didn't do that because they were going to subdivide it. They did it to build a football stadium on the site. Now, uh, if she thinks she's got a deal to keep them in Chicago, present it. Don't just give pretty pictures. Don't just say, well, it'll cost $2 billion and this is where you should be. Put the deal together. Present it to them. Don't, it's, it's, it's so unserious the way she's going about this that it, it's almost not worth the newsprint to, to print her comments. Some of that is water under the bridge. 
so here we are today in February yeah. of 2023, and they're trying to last minute have a Hail Mary to save the thing. One thing I do like about what the city of Chicago is presenting is that we'll reimagine the museum campus and access between the facilities and the stadium itself. Because really, when you think about it, the museum campus is not that easy to use, and it's not that well integrated into the football experience. If they could somehow make all of that happen, I do like the sound of that, Mark. I like the sound of that also. Listen, I'm, I, live in, I live nearby. Uh, so I like, and I like the sound of that. That museum campus is a gem that, that is, it's like a diamond that has yet to be properly cut. It yep. is a fantastic yep. place for the yep. entire city, the whole region. It needs, a, it needs an upgrade. We need to do, as a city, to museum campus what Mayor Daly did to Millennium Park. We need to have that kind of thought of how people will use it and how it can integrate with the city and be a great asset. And if we do that, if we create easy, easy transportation to get there for people, it could be extraordinary for Chicago. One last thing. Absent doesn't your... need the bears there. I was going to say it doesn't need the bears for that, though. Uh, fair enough, right? But that's an entirely different conversation then. And really, regardless of where the Bears play, let's think about that, you guys. As good as the museum campus is, those individual units are great, getting to and from, access to food outside, access to restaurants, access to public transportation. It's not easily, it's not all easily done at the museum campus. So you're right, it's a diamond that, if not in the rough, at least could use a little polishing. But one last thing about the yeah. cities trying to attract the... the to keep the Bears in Chicago. Um, for some reason, they say that now that the purchase is complete, it's easier to negotiate a deal rather than have this sort of vague pending deal. Does that make sense to you now that they, they finalized the plan to buy that real estate? It's, it's easier for or more well, possible it, for the city to negotiate them away? Well, uh, they're, they're, it's really interesting. The answer to that is actually... Yes, but not for the reasons they said. Uh, the reason, while the Bears were in auction with uh, Churchill Downs, they were prohibited from having discussions about any other options okay. other than Churchill Downs. Now that they've closed on it and own it, that prohibition is lifted because they now own the land. That having been said, it, it would take a. If, if the mayor is serious about this, she needs to put together a real plan. Not pie in the sky, not just drawings and, and some you know, civic leader saying, oh, you should be here. Put together a plan, work with the governor, work with the county, and put together a real concrete plan and present it to them. They may have an interest, they may not. But right now, there's nothing that's been presented except pretty pictures, and that doesn't get you anywhere. Mark Gannis, the Chicago sports marketing expert at the NBA All-Star Weekend, is providing interesting commentary today, both about the Bears and, for that matter, the future of the NBA. Fascinating stuff, Mark. Thanks for your time today. My pleasure. Always great to talk to you.